0: Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. Welcome back to another Closer Today clip, I'm your host Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co and I help you get through the BS of infertility one inspirational clip at a time. Before we dive into the clip today, I want to remind you about the coaching services I have on offer. Now we're on a wait list now, so I really highly recommend, if this is something you're interested in, maybe thinking next month, because I know how our brains work, we're always hoping that one more month, I'll give it one more month, get on the wait list, let's start making some communication, and when you're ready to take the leap, you can take the leap, a lot quicker. Now, these coaching services are very, very targeted to an individual approach. I really work with you to see what type of support you need and where the missing links are. Hands down, most of my clients, we have just been chatting away about their journey, about their personal life, and something random will come up and that will be it, that will be your missing piece. Or we'll do some functional testing and there might be an underlying gut health issue or a food sensitivity that you just wouldn't even pinpoint. So I highly recommend you head over to the website, we've got a fresh new layout, sign up to the wait list and I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. Today's closer to day clip comes from Dr. Joe Dispenza. He is laying down some knowledge about everything that we have held on from our past. Sometimes we knowingly are doing it, but sometimes it's most likely very subconscious. And how holding on to these emotions and repeating and repeating and repeating can really have a big effect on our physical health and our mental health. And when you're dealing with unexplained infertility, it's usually not just one thing. And I would go out on a pretty li- big limb here and say a large population of people dealing with unexplained infertility and even infertility itself are type A, we're highly stressed, and we just haven't really dealt with that. So we need to learn about our past and why we became type A and how to deal with it and how to train our brain and, ch- and change our habits into new long-lasting habits that are gonna be a lot healthier for our whole body. So without further ado, here's Dr. Joe Dispenza.
1: And every time you learn something new, you make new connections in your brain. That's what learning is. Learning is forging new synaptic connections. And as you begin to leave imprints in your neurological tissue as a result of your interaction in the environment, the next thing is that you're going to have an opportunity then to apply that information, to personalize it, to demonstrate it. And a certain people, group of people will get their behaviors to match their intentions, to get their actions equal to their thoughts, they'll step out into the unknown, and they'll try it. And when they do, they'll have a new experience, and experience then enriches the brain, reorganizing more circuits than what you understood physiologically. But the moment those neurons string into place, the brain makes a chemical, and that chemical is called a feeling or an emotion. And the moment you feel unlimited the moment you feel like a patient parent the moment you feel abundant the moment you feel free now you are teaching your body chemically to understand what your mind is intellectually understood so we can say knowledge is for the mind and experiences for the body and in that moment you're beginning to embody the truth of that philosophy of that theory And you're literally signaling new genes and new ways, and you are rewriting your biological program. But if you've done it once, it must mean you can do it again. And if you can repeat any experience over and over again, you are going to neurochemically condition your mind and body to begin to work as one. And when you've done something so many times that the body now knows how to do it, as well as the mind, now it's becoming innate in you. It's second nature. It's easy. It's familiar. It's who you are. As a matter of fact, you've practiced it so many times that you don't even have to consciously think about it because it's becoming a subconscious program. So our job is to go from philosopher to initiate to master. From knowledge to experience to wisdom, from mind to body to soul, from thinking to doing to being, to learning it with your head, practicing it with your hands, and knowing it by heart. And you and I have all the biological and neurological machinery to do this. And this is a time in history where it's not enough to know. This is a time in history to know how. And I can tell you from my last five years of traveling around the world, the common people that look just like you are doing the uncommon. They're healing themselves of very serious health conditions. They're creating better opportunities and better lives for themselves, new careers. They're healing old scars and wounds that kept them connected to the past. And they're having mystical experiences that transcend language. It take them years to be able to understand and explain. And they look just like you. And that most people in their life wait for that crisis or the trauma, the disease, or the diagnosis, some kind of loss, betrayal in their life, before they make up their mind to change. And my message has always been, why wait? Why wait for that tragedy before you decide to change who you are? And when you begin to apply these principles because you understand that they work, then it means then you'll believe in a future more than you believe in your past. And people who do the work are more in love with their future than they are with their past. And they're more interested in telling the story of possibility in their future than reliving the emotions and experiences of the past. And you know, the beauty behind all of this Is that you don't have to be a monk, you don't have to be a priest, you don't have to be a rabbi, you don't have to have 40 years of meditation, you don't have to be a scholar, an academic. As a matter of fact, it's better if you're not. Because the simplicity of all of this, when people begin to apply it, is they begin to experience the fruits of their efforts. And I can tell you there isn't a person in this room That is so special to be excluded from this phenomenon. And that your thoughts literally have an effect on your body. That all thoughts carry an energy or a frequency. And if you believe that on some level that your thoughts have something to do with your body or your life. And you're thinking 60 to 70,000 thoughts in one day. And 90% of those thoughts are the same redundant thoughts as the day before. It's going to produce the same measurable effects in your body, yes or no? And you are going to begin to emit the same energy and information in your field. And you are going to keep creating the same life. So then the same thoughts always lead to the same choices. The same choices always lead to the same behaviors. The same behaviors create the same experiences. And the same experiences produce the same feelings and the same emotions. And those very same emotions drive your very same thoughts. And your biology, your neurocircuitry, your neurochemistry, your hormones, and even your genetic expression is equal to how you think, how you act, and how you feel. And how you think, how you act, and how you feel is called your personality. And your personality creates your personal reality. That's it. That's it so if you wanted to create a new personal reality a new life you would have to change your personality yes or no that means then you would have to start thinking about what you've been thinking about and change it yes you would have to become aware of your unconscious habits and behaviors and modify them true even what you say and how you talk and you would have to look at those emotions that keep you connected to your past because emotions are the end product of past experiences and you would have to decide do these emotions belong in my future that means if you want to be wealthy you can't take lack or unworthiness A wealthy person would never feel that way so most people try to create a new personal reality as the same personality and it doesn't work. You're literally gonna to have to become someone else. So the principle in neuroscience says that nerve cells that fire together. fire together so if you keep thinking the same thoughts, making the same choices, demonstrating the same behaviors, create the same experiences that stamp the same networks of neurons into the same patterns all for the familiar feeling called you. Then wouldn't you agree then if you've done that over and over again, firing and wiring, firing and wiring, emotionally conditioning and signaling the body in the same way into the past? If you did that, I don't know, let's be conservative. 25 years? Would you agree then you would begin to hardwire your brain into a very finite signature?
0: You can listen to that whole clip over on YouTube. It's Dr. Joe Dispenza amazing seminar and you can also connect with him on his website drjoedispenza.com if you are loving the podcast please take a second leave a rating and review and let us know how we are helping you during your journey through infertility we would love to hear from you that's it for me today i hope you have a beautiful week and we will see you next friday for another finding fertility episode